everybody. Welcome. Uh, this isn't a regular podcast. This is North Point Conversations. So we have our new children's minister, Jenna, here with us. And uh, we just want to kind of get to talk to her so you guys can get to know her. Hopefully you'll still uh, talk to her when you see her at church and everything. So, but yeah, um, I think the most important question that everybody is wondering is if you are a MSU fan or a Buckeye fan. <laughs> I'll Hold up! You just took the camera off of me to yeah, ask her no, that, that was question, Sylvia. That was, oh, I have man. control over here, so go ahead. I'll be honest; I have zero clue which one is That's which. Fine. You'll learn. My father is like Jenna. You're gonna you're gonna get killed up there if you don't know which one's which. And I'm like, yeah. it, it's a college. I don't know. Yeah. So it's been kind of hilarious. But That's fine. and there's U of M too. I know some people maybe watching might not like me just leaving them out, but I did. So <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll show you later. And uh, you can pick, you know, however you pick sports teams, if it's based on color, cute uniforms. That's how I pick, um, like, who's winning the Super Bowl and all that. All right, Jake, looks like you have something to say. We'll go ahead. She does have NFL allegiances, though. They're wrong, but she does have NFL allegiances. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I just can't help it that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs Mm -hmm. are just superior. I mean, you, you can't. I mean, Sounds like shots what what other team mm-hmm. can basically come from nothing and give their entire audience just a heart attack and stress the entire game and then just win? Only us. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of the Kansas City way. We always come from behind, and it's just great. And I think we've talked about this, too, before. <laughs> like, I don't really care about NFL football or any football, if I'm being honest. But um, Joe Burrow had my heart last season. Mm. And so that, Jake, and I, I don't know, I don't think Rick cares about He's a Commanders, Washington Commanders fan. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. they don't have any cute players that I know of off the top of my head. I don't know anybody on staff that was like a hardcore Lions fan here anymore. Uh, no, no. But mm, sorry, sorry, really sorry. We, we had to stop. Lions. We had to start with a controversial question. For yeah, us, sports. But, oh um, but well, and <laughs> and Jenna, why don't you kind of give that a uh, quick little like your story like a lot of people may have heard it um at church when you first came and stopped and talked to you but why don't you just go ahead and um, tell people a little bit yeah so I think the most important thing about my story is that I was raised in a single parent household and so you know sometimes uh there's a lot of opinions and views on you know Christianity single parent households especially the way that I came and the only time that I ever went to church truly growing up was VBS because my mom was like it is a night off I get to be free, and my kid's going to go have fun. And truly, that was my biggest exposure, was going to kids' church. And, you know, my family taught us the Bible, you know, your choice is your choice. Whatever you choose, that's fine. And so, like, a lot of my family members aren't Christians. Um, A lot of my cousins, you know, they're like, well, maybe I'll think about that later down the line. But right now, I'm going to live, you know, what I want. And that was definitely the life that I lived in high school and middle school. Um, and it wasn't until actually I met someone who I thought was amazing in my freshman year of high school. And I was like, you know what? We'll go to church. Why not? And within going to church for a boy, I found a man and his name was Christ. And it took me about six months of going to church for the gospel to really hit for me to understand like, oh, Jesus loves me and that no matter what I've done, he's like, I covered that. And I think that is the most important part of that. As humans, we are terrible. We are awful. But that Christ is so good that he isn't awful and that he's like, I got this. I'm going to take this. And so I got baptized. And after that, I got my call into ministry. And I was like, God of all people, why me? 
You know, I'm like, what do I have to offer your kingdom? I'm just here. And he's like, you're, you're going to go to ministry. I'm like, okay, sure. I fought that calling. And then all of a sudden I was like, God, okay, I'll do it. After facing a lot of warfare and battling within my spirit. And the minute I said, yes, I just had that sense of peace. Like, okay, God, this is what you have for me. And so I took a whim and I applied to Liberty University and my mom was like, there's zero way you're ever going to get in. I love you. No. <laughs> and But I ended up getting in. And that is such a God moment, a God thing, just because, you know, he's so faithful in directing each step uh, to this process of doing ministry. And so there I started volunteering at Thomas Road Baptist Church in their kids ministry. And I met this little girl. Her name was Jelena. I absolutely love her. And You know, she always came in kind of with a frown, kind of down. But the minute she would see us and see the church, you know, she would just have the biggest smile on her face. You know, the starting of the year, she would not dance. And if you know me, I will happily go on stage and just do all the all the motions. I mean, I'll go. We'll do it. We are so going to make that happen. Yeah. Okay. You heard it here first. There it comes. (laughs) Dance movements with Jenna on Sunday morning. I never do band service or something. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like? <laughs> oh yeah, all the interpretive dance. I interpretive think. Dance? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll bring my flags too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, and so you know, so she started off like, like, no, I don't want to go on stage, no. And then she eventually got on stage with me, and she would now I'd be holding her hand, and she's like standing behind me. And by the end of the year, you know, she's out there being like. I'm owning this. This is what I got. And, you know, she used to be the kid that would run around everywhere and not, you know, ever engage into a lesson. And then she ended up being the person who was just, I know the answer, Miss Jenna. I know. And it's absolutely awesome to see, you know, these kids know so much about the Bible, more than what we probably give them credit for. Like at our preteen summer bash, it was so funny. There was a kiddo who said, what is up with God in the number three? And I'm like, man. I don't know if I would have ever thought about that. And I was 19, 18 in college, and I was just learning that. And I'm like, she's a preteen, and she's already getting it. She's already seeing these patterns that God has for us. And so, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Well, and I was going to say, too, it's so cool that um, you were kind of thinking like that when you were so young. I guess Mm -hmm. the people like I grew up in church like my whole life. My parents were Christians and um, just some of my friends that I would have come to church like it wasn't Mm -hmm. it didn't click like that for a lot of them or um, they just didn't care. They'd come for the youth group games Mm -hmm. or something. So it's just cool that it really stuck with you. And like, you know, that's just how God had your story. But oh, yeah. And one of my favorite verses is that, you know, your greatest strength is weaker than God's greatest weakness. And I love that, especially because it's saying no matter how strong you think you are, God's greatest weakness is stronger than that. And it just holds that embodiment of like, hey, he is the Lord. And the minute I learned that is the minute I was like, hey, God is God and I have to serve him. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, like, what is life? <laughs> what is, what is life? If you don't serve God. You know, it's pointless. Well, and too, so, um, like, what, because, like, we have obviously talked, so I want to make sure that I'm not, like, (laughs) just skipping over things that other people might want to know. But, hey, I guess if they want to know things, then they can come talk to you on a Sunday. But, um, like, what are, like, how did you come to North Point? And, like, how, like, what were you thinking? (laughs) Yeah, I would just like to say that I reached out to Jake um, a few months before, and I was like, hey. I saw the website. I saw that you guys had a job opportunity for a kids minister. I want to do it. And he's like, hey, 
you got to go through these few steps first. I was like, okay. And then, you know, a few months later, about six months of interviews and stuff like that, we started talking. But I truly fell in love with North Point after seeing the website and just our values that we have, Mm -hmm. you know, of like scripture first, community first, as well as, you know, we're not just a community within the church. We are a community as a whole in DeWitt, Lansing, and all the other cities that are combined. And so that's really what brought me into North Point was that this church is on fire for bringing in and building the community that we live around. And I absolutely just love that. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, so I got here through North Point is I was like pausing. I was waiting. Hey God, you know, when the right opportunity comes, when the right church happens, um, make it obvious and known that that is where I'm supposed to go. And he did. It's so awesome that he was so crystal clear about where he wanted me to go and everything. So that's kind of how I got here. Yeah. So if you were paying attention, she had one conversation with me and was like, I should be. I should be your next show. And right North now Point. she's regretting it. You know, I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, oh that's what God. I got out of that that answer there, Sylvia. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were happy that, you I know, just knew. yeah, we're moving in that direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's still in training. So you're still doing it for a little bit. But I mean, Jake, you were in charge, right? Of children's. Yeah. Class, it so. only gets better from here. So <laughs> that's good. Rock that's good. We're just going to get better and better hey jenna you've been here uh a little over a week now yeah or so so um the big question that i have is uh, what has been like something unexpected in the move Mm -hmm. like moving to michigan moving to the greater lansing area um and like something that you didn't expect that you're like man this is really cool Mm -hmm. and maybe something that like has popped up that you're like what in the world is Mm -hmm. this like what what is this strange culture that the natives here are into yeah Something I've noticed is everybody in Michigan talks so fast. And like, you know, I'm, you know, I grew up and I thought my family talked fast. Mm. Not at all. Um, I have a third cousin up here and I'm like, like this, trying to keep up. And so that's something that I'm like, man, everybody's so fast here with driving. I'm like, there's no speed limit here. It is. You it's know, suggestion, it's really. suggestion. And, um, my mayor, my state farm uh, drive safe is not liking that, but <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is the culture difference of just how people communicate here is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, just one with the speed, but, um, you know, how they use their verbiage and how they talk, that's been my biggest adjustment. But also I think, the weirdest thing about Michigan in the summer is that it does not get dark till 10 o'clock. And I, 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 feel cool. like I, I feel like I've been telling everybody that. I'm like, it doesn't get dark. It doesn't get, like, what is up? But isn't and, that cool because you have so much, so much more time for activities? Well, my dog loves it. He, he's yeah. like, 10 o'clock at night, let's go to the dog park. And I'm like, yeah. <gasps> trying to, I want to go to bed, Brody. <laughs> That's funny because, like, like, in Kansas City, you were closer to, what would that be, like, the time zone change or whatever, so it would oh, be yeah, like, it was darker a little bit hours. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, somewhat Aren't different. We trying to, isn't, like, people trying to get rid of uh, time change anyway or, like, better? I, yeah, that that's a thing. They pushed that for years. I don't know if that's happened. Here's the thing, though, Jenna. If you enjoy darkness, uh, there's this period <laughs> between like December oh. to March. Yeah, you just wait. It's a it's a flip side. There's oh yeah, to that. Yeah, the Michigan summers are fantastic, and you earn them in the winter. Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. You know, for, but, hey, if for that's a pastor, thing. I mean, for a pastor, that, yeah. for a pastor, that is a great sermon illustration right there. Mm. <laughs> like, when spring comes. It's like when light comes. Yeah, Listen, let me my full of ideas. Out. Yeah, hold on. Jake needs to write this down. Aren't you preaching uh, this next Sunday? So, damn Father's Day. There you go. Father's Day. Well, well, thanks, Jenna. I mean, uh, do you have any other comments, questions? 
Yeah, I think, uh, as you know, you're jumping into children's ministry. You've talked a little bit about the story for this little girl, and that, that was kind of like this, this catalytic moment mm-hmm. that you were like, hey, I want to do this. I want to yeah. impact kids' lives here uh, a little bit more. Um, you know, as you're thinking of the long haul and, and ministry, like, what would you say are some things that you really want kids to understand mm-hmm. as they go? So if I, if I have a kid, and I have two right now, yeah. third on the way, they're going to come up through children's ministry uh, that you're kind of overseeing and working with this fantastic team of volunteers. Yeah. Uh, what are the things that, man, you would hope in their years through children's ministry mm-hmm. that they're going to walk away with? Yeah, I think one of the most important thing for us to learn that was a huge shock for me that I had to learn was that the Bible is not technically about me. It's fully about God's story mm-hmm. and that it is about him. And I always like to say, we're kind of like a dancing tree in the background of God's story. You know, where we get to be there, it's awesome, but fully the focus is on him. And I think that would be the biggest takeaway. I think giving these kids, especially from, you know, Timbertown and kids world. And I think especially in merge, I would love for them to fully like leave knowing how to study their Bible, like, Hey, knowing what context is. And that's important. And so I think knowing these things that this life is not about me, but it's about God, mm-hmm. especially just with the culture that we're in. That is so important to ingrain in our kids is that, hey, this by, this book that we live by is fully about God. I think yeah. that's the most important thing is that each person that God used in the Bible was used so that his son could come. Yeah. And that each, like David, Moses, Abraham were all examples of who Christ is, but they still fell short. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly showing us that we still need Christ. Mm-hmm. Even with the disciples, they fell short. Yeah, We still need Christ. And I think that's the most important thing is for them to understand that God created perfection. We fell and we chose brokenness. But that God came and said, I'm going to come. I'm going to come for you. I'm not leaving you. And that he sent his son and then where he's going to come back again. And I think that is the most important thing to tell these kids is that we are here because what we did, but we're going to go somewhere because what God did. I think that is the biggest thing that I really want to teach these kids is that everything that's happening is because of God. Mm -hmm. The Bible is about God. And it's, that's who you worship. You don't worship self, you worship him. Mm -hmm. I think that is going to be the best thing these kids can take away. Yeah. And you got a team, uh, I mean, you're overseeing uh, the nursery age, mm-hmm. um, Timbertown, which is our like toddler mm-hmm. age group, uh, as well as uh, Kids World, kindergarten and third grade. Mm-hmm. And then that really fun uh, preteen trying to mm-hmm. figure out everything that's mm-hmm. changing and going on in life with that merge as fourth and fifth graders. Um, and you've got some great team members to be a part of that. You got to meet a few of them, nice. still Very taking out lunches and coffee and all that stuff here right. soon, I know. Uh, so if somebody was like, hey, you know what, Jenna, uh, this is, sounds pretty cool. I want to I want to be a partner with you in that. I want to be yeah. a partner and helping kids understand God's story mm-hmm. and how to read the Bible better and do all those kinds of stuff? Like, how would somebody get involved to get connected with you? Well, one, email me. Uh, I would just love to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, my biggest passion. What's that email? jdefrain uh, yeah. at northpointcc.org. You got it, yeah. Ooh, I'm already memorizing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the most important thing that you can do is email me. Um, I'm going to want to grab coffee with you, grab tea, go out to lunch, dinner. Because the most important thing for me, like I said, is for me to find you the best spot for you to serve in. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're like, Jenna, teaching is not it. I don't want to put you in the host position if that's not your skill set. I would rather find you the perfect fit where you're going to serve amazingly, that God has gifted you for, that you're going to flourish in. And I think that's just starting a conversation with me is the best way that, you know, we can learn more about, you know, your next steps with serving and kids ministry, as well as just learning, hey, 
why? What's yeah. your why behind wanting to serve in kids ministry? Yeah. And I, I, I actually, I care deeply about your story and what you guys have to say. Yeah. Well, and she's not just going to wait for people to come to her. She'll oh, probably no. uh, reach <laughs> out oh, to yeah. some yeah. people too. So yeah. I already got a list. <laughs> Coming to a church auditorium near you, Jenna Dufresne. <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> With her sparkly shoes. Yeah. yeah. You'll see her coming from a mile away. <laughs> Especially. Yeah. I love those sparkly shoes. They yeah. just make, they bright up the day. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Hey, if you guys got any questions uh, for Jenna specifically, maybe about ministry, maybe about, uh, we didn't even get to, I don't think your massive dog oh. miniature. Your yeah. bear that you Miniature own, bear. all oh, those yeah. things. We'll save some stories for personal conversations there. But uh, feel free to reach out, like she said, J Defrain, D E F R A I N. Yes, at North Point with an ECC.org uh, or on the app. You can reach out and make those connections as well, website, all those kinds of things. But uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and getting to know Jenna a little bit more. And uh, we'll see you on the next North Point Plus. Yay! <laughs>